0: This podcast was recorded live at Life Church Lancashire. For more information on who we are and what we do, visit lifelanks.org. Great. Well, uh, yeah, I've absolutely been loving this series, Walk. I don't know about you. and, And if you've missed any of it, you can catch up on the live stream or on the podcast. And I love it because I think the past two years has probably helped us all to reassess certain things. What's been important to us? What is actually at the center of our lives? Where is Jesus in our lives? And so on and so forth. And I think it's really helped me to really get things more simple again. I don't know about you. Anyone else think you just kind of like, it's made you reassess, question things. And I think this series is really helped at the start of this year, as we think about actually, what is it to walk with Jesus? Like just simply following him, walking faithfully with him, and it's keeping it that simple. And I don't mean simplistic or oversimplify. Picasso said simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. But keeping it simple, uncomplicated, you know, actually see putting God first every day, choosing to follow him faithfully, choosing to walk with him and improve our walk with him. You know, I am so inspired by people in the life of our community and a bunch of you that I see now and people that are online as well who are older than me and are walking with Jesus faithfully. That is such an inspiration. Why is that an inspiration? Because you think, actually, that's where I want to be. I want to be walking with Jesus. I want to be living for him at whatever age I find myself right until the end of my days. And this series has been hung on this beautifully simple verse that's going to be on the screen. Micah 6, verse 8. And what does the Lord ask of us or require of us to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly? And we've been thinking about walking humbly, walking faithfully, walking boldly. And this morning, I want us to think about walking prayerfully. You know, if you go on a walk with someone, conversation is a big part of that walk, right? If you just went for a silent walk with someone, that's just a bit weird, isn't it? Let's be honest. Um, let's go for a walk, but let's not talk for an hour. Um, we'll say hello when we get there. But actually, our walk with God, conversation, connection is, is always going to be part of that. And, and we see that right from the start of Genesis. In Genesis 2, Adam and God have this conversation because he is lonely. And so then that's when God creates Eve. And so there's this conversation, actually, he's not meant to be alone. Life is not meant to be done alone. This walk with Jesus is meant to be us walking with him, but then us walking with him, not just me walking with Jesus. Actually, we do it as a church community. We do it as a church globally. And then we see throughout Scripture, throughout the Bible, that there's people that walk with God. And they have conversation with God. And they speak to God. Noah and Enoch and Ruth and Deborah and Daniel and Micah and Mary and John and Peter and Lydia and Paul and so many others have these beautiful conversations with God, connections with God, relationships with God as they walk with Him. And walking prayerfully is key to their walk with Jesus. So are we ready to talk a bit about walking prayerfully this morning? Who's up for a bit of that? Great. So when we think about walking prayerfully, we're thinking, actually, how is my walk prayerful? But also we're going to talk about prayer walking this morning a bit. And let's just think about walking um, prayerfully. Let's think about, actually, what does it look like to walk prayerfully in, in, in 2022? I nearly said 21. It's actually 22. What does that look like? That actually as we have conversation with God, as we talk to God, maybe you're here today, you've never prayed before. Prayer is really simply conversation with God, talking to the creator of the universe, talking to the one who created us, created us for a purpose and on purpose and having conversation with him. And like so many who've gone before us, have walked with God in conversation with him. And I think it's a beautiful thing because actually when we limit prayer to an event or to a set moment, that actually then we limit our conversation with God. It's a conversation that we want to open up and keep opened up. That actually if we want to walk faithfully with Jesus, communication is key. We've got to have prayer right at the center of it. And we get to talk to him anytime and any place. You know, Jesus is here by his presence, by his Holy Spirit with us today. And this verse I want us to think about talks all about that. Ephesians 6 verse 18, it's going to be on the screen. And it says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. So I think that covers everything, right? All. Good. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. You know, when we talk about prayer, we're talking about bringing our thanks and our adoration. We're talking about bringing our requests, our petitions to God. We're talking about intercessing and believing for God to break through in a certain situation. We're talking about contemplating. We're talking about listening. This isn't a one-way conversation. That actually as we walk with God, we are engaging with him in this beautiful conversation for the rest of our lives. And I want to remind you this morning that allow our whole life to be a constant conversation with God. It Doesn't mean we don't talk to anyone else, but it's just constantly on the going in the background and and in the foreground when we have our quiet and when maybe those pauses in between the chaos of life and whatever's going on. A friend of mine said this about prayer. He said, "Prayer is not just the movement of our lips, but it is the elevation of our hearts. It's not just the movement of our lips." But it's the elevation of our hearts. We're trying to you know, bring our hearts together with God, to have that heart connection, he, know what beats His heart, know what moves him, and allow that to move us. You know, someone else said that actually, they don't pray for, for time in the morning, 20 or 30 minutes, or whatever they said, I can't fully remember, and that doesn't matter. But actually they said they don't just pray for that set time in the morning. So I can hear from God in that moment. I pray so that I can hear from God when I'm eating pizza at 7 o'clock at night. Just think about pizza for a minute. That actually, it's an opening up of a conversation. That when we say amen in our prayer, it doesn't mean done and dusted, book closed, you know, let's shut that, done for the day. But actually, it's a, it's a, we're, we're saying, you know, we're agreeing with that, amen, it's an agreement, but also we're continuing to open up a conversation so actually we can hear God at other times. We can be in conversation with him, whether it's pizza or whatever, insert whatever you do at seven o'clock at night, whether that's putting the kids to bed, watching Netflix, whatever it might be and everything else is welcome. Maybe you're having an evening nap, who knows. But prayer is this ongoing conversation, and it's beautifully painted as Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians 5, and it says this, Rejoice always, bringing our thanks in prayer. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I remember when I read this verse, and it really struck me when I was about 18 years old. And, and I just realized, oh, prayer isn't just an event or a moment. That actually, as I'm walking with God, this opens up the whole thing. That actually, it's an open-ended thing. I'm in conversation with him all day. And I'm not claiming. I'm like praying 24-7, right? I sleep. But also, you know, we're doing other things. We're doing life, but we're opening something up. We're opening up to hear God. To, to hear him in all circumstances. And we have the opportunity each day to do just that. And as we walk prayerfully with him, as we, as we pray and we're in this conversation with him, we get closer to our maker. We understand him more. We become more like him. Isn't that a beautiful thing? The one who created us, we get to become more like him through the example of Jesus, through living with the Holy Spirit and following his leadership. And then there's prayer walking. So it said, I talk about Pray, walking prayerfully, but then there's prayer walking, right? And maybe you've, you've, you've heard of people that prayer walk, or maybe you've been on a prayer walk, or, or maybe when you walk, you pray, all of the above. And maybe for you, it's got a bit of a bad rep. Maybe you've had an experience of it or heard some people do it and you thought, that's just a bit weird, okay? That's, we, can, we can be honest for just a moment, okay? Maybe you've heard that and thought, actually, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to walk around on my streets shouting in tongues. Or, or I don't want to um, march round my estate like it's Jericho. That Actually, that's what's described to us. But actually, prayer walking is something that we are all invited into as we walk, as we go about our day to day as we take our prayer life beyond our bedroom, beyond our house, beyond this gathering, beyond our life group, beyond our service team, wherever it might be that actually as we go about our day to day as we move, as we walk, we can engage with God in prayer. That it is us saying actually I'm going to naturally and normally go and walk and see what God does in the supernatural as I pray, as I believe what God is going to do. I love that verse in Joshua where it talks about uh, God speaking, Joshua, and giving you every square inch of land where you set your foot. That actually as we walk in our communities and in our schools and in our streets, that actually we believe in for God to break through in those situations, in whatever's going on in people's homes and houses. That actually I love that we can take these steps of faith in our communities You know, we see this in the disciples in their journey as they traveled with Jesus and saw him do these amazing things. I'd like to think that they prayed together as they went about this business, as they joined in in the miracles, as he sent out the 70 in, in Luke 10 and said, go out and do these incredible things with me. I'm sure they prayed. And then we see this moment in Acts 3, which I think confirms that, that Jesus has ascended to heaven. The Holy Spirit is journeying with The disciples and the early church and Peter and John are heading to the synagogue. They're heading to worship and they stop and see this man who's lame and he asks for different things that they can't provide. And so they pray for him, the one thing that they can do. And he is miraculously healed and then there's this raw person. and they get put in front of his jury and all these different things. But God did an amazing thing through their prayer, through their walking and praying and believing for what God can do as they walked into different situations. See, prayer keeps our walk strong with God. It keeps us walking faithfully. You know, if we want faith- to be faithfully following Jesus when we're in our 80s, or however long we'll live for in the future, that actually prayer is key to that. And so here's a few thoughts I want to share with us about walking prayerfully. The first one is this, is that walking prayerfully creates space. It creates space for us to hear from God. That as we're walking on this journey of faithfulness with Jesus, that he's invited us on to, we don't all of a sudden have more time, but we're more mindful of what's going on. We're more mindful of actually the space we have. We're more likely to hear from God, because God is speaking to us all the time, I believe. So sometimes we hear it, and sometimes we're busy doing other things. And I love what it says in, in this Ephesians 6.18 verse. That says, with this in mind, with this in mind, praying on all occasions, with this in mind, it's about us being tuned into God, mindful of him, prioritization, focusing in. As we choose to pray, let that conversation open up into the rest of our day, that it creates space, that as habits are formed, that we hear more from God. How exciting is that, that actually our prayer life just overflows into every aspect of our life. It's not that we gain an extra hour in the day, but that we're tuned more in to what God might be saying. You know, whether we've been a Christian 55 years, five years, five months, five minutes, whatever it might be, I believe that in our walk with God, I hope that we all want to be more prayerful that we can increase our prayer life, we can increase our relationship with him. You know, and this morning, I just want to turn the temperature up slightly. I don't know what your thermostat's set to at home, but ours is set to 20. Um, If you're cold at 20, you put a jumper on. Um, And so when you live with someone from the other side of the hemisphere, that's sometimes a discussion. Um, But we just want to turn the temperature up on our prayer life this morning. We want to turn that temperature up maybe just one degree what can we decide to do this january to walk more prayerfully we're not trying to go from 0 to 10 or 20 to 30 degrees we're saying what can we do to get to 21 what can i put in place this year to up my prayer life and then a few months time maybe i can turn it up to 22 or what you know and you can picture that what can we do to increase our walk with god in our in prayerfully you see god is speaking but maybe sometimes we don't always hear him. And it was that beautiful image in, with Elijah. And as the earthquakes and storms happen in this story, he's hidden in this cave and thunder. He's like trying to listen for God in those things. And it's a still, small voice. He hears God in the quiet. That actually, what are the things that help us hear God as we read our Bible, as, as we worship at home, maybe using the Spotify or YouTube playlists or other things that are there. As we listen to others, as we bring our requests and needs to God, that how can we hear from him in those times? Actually, let's open it up, let's not close it, and let's see what he does in that space. You know, I find that actually when we think about prayer walking, one of the really practical things I find is actually going outside. Twice a week, I try and go out, just go for a walk just to hear from God. 30 minutes each time, not not a ridiculous amount of time. Some weeks when it's raining, it's shorter. Some weeks I do it by looking out of the window. Uh, But just to try and have that space to hear from God, not to bring a list of things, but to get out in his creation or to look at his creation and hear from him to get that space. And so as we walk with him, As we walk prayerfully, it's going to create space for us to hear more from God. The second thing is this. Walking prayerfully helps us get in step with God. I loved our series last year, In Step. Some of you might remember that. Check it out on the podcast or live stream if you didn't. And it was all based around Galatians 5, 25. So if we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. It's Ephesians 6 verse, if we're praying in the Spirit... You know, it's going to help us to get more in step with him, more in time with God. As we walk prayerfully, we become more aware of what God is up to, how he is moving, what he is wanting to do, what he is inviting us into. We understand more of his timing, when to pause, when to move forward, when to do this, when to do that, that actually we're more in step with him, we're more in rhythm with him, not striving to make stuff happen. And and in that Ephesians 6 18 verse it says, be alert. Or you could insert there, be aware, be alert, be aware of the presence and purpose of God. You know, if you're looking for a new car, or you're looking for a new phone, or you're looking for a a new chair for your house, or a new cushion, whatever it might be, just an array of things that you might be looking for. You know, when you like you've you've looked at that thing on your phone or on the laptop or you've seen it in a shop, you just see it everywhere, right? You just see it everywhere. So I I grew up having dogs, and I currently don't really want a dog, but I also have this secret desire that I really, really want a sausage dog. And so everywhere I go, there's sausage dogs. When I put a TV on, there's sausage dog. When I'm out and about, there's sausage dogs. If you don't know why you should have a sausage dog, um, come see me afterwards, but it's mainly because they're hilarious. Imagine that, just walking through your lounge. You just crack yourself up every day. Ooh, (laughs) let's look at it. It's just like funny. And look, I picked a picture that you would go, oh, I, sh- I should buy one. Right, it's, it just looks like he needs a home. Oh, yeah. oh. But the thing is this, when we are aware of something, when we're, you know, in our prayer life, when we're increasing that relationship with God and connection, and communication, surprise, surprise, we see more of what God is up to. We're more aware of what he is doing. We see him moving in different places and spaces that maybe we never saw him before. We are more aware of what he is about. I love how, um, in the Gospel of John, John writes about himself as the disciple that Jesus loved. And sometimes we have to think oh, that's a bit arrogant, but actually, I love it because he wants to be known by the fact that his identity is in being loved by Jesus. That's the angle I'd like to take. that actually then, and then that replicates in his love for Jesus. And in that final night where they share that first communion meal, the scripture says that he is reclining on Jesus. And I'd like to imagine that he can feel the heartbeat of Jesus. He's leaning on Jesus. And then from there in that next 24 hours, disciples, uh, you know, disciples betray him, deny him, scatter, run off. And who stood standing at the cross? Mary and John. See, the first one leaning is the last one standing. The first one leaning is the last one standing. That actually as we lean into Jesus, as we're more aware of what he is doing, as we sense his heartbeat, we become more in step with him, we become more alert of what he is up to, and we hear his voice more for ourselves and for other people. And when we think about prayer walking, we can think, actually, God, you know, as we're walking, we say, God, what are you up to? And how can I get involved? Or a question like, what, God, what are you saying for my community? God, what are you saying for my family and friends? As we want to be more in tune with him, more aware, more alert of what he's doing. And the third thing is this, walking prayerfully helps us see what Jesus sees. Walking prayerfully helps us see what Jesus sees. If you want to see what Jesus loves, look where he gives his life. People, us, human beings. That it says in John 15 13, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend. You see, Jesus exemplified what it is to show what he was passionate about. And that's us, you and me, all of humankind. And if we want to see what Jesus sees, well, can I encourage us to walk prayerfully because we get to see and have a greater love for the people around us, for the people in our community, for the people in our workplace, for the people on our social media, that Jesus wants to show us the dark spaces and places that he wants us to go in and share his light, love and life that he wants to show us people that just need a hug or that need that word of encouragement or that just need to hear that Jesus made them for a purpose and on purpose. And so actually, when we see what Jesus sees, it says this in, back in the Ephesians verse 18, always keep on praying for the Lord's people. Maybe when you first read that, you think, oh, that's the church. That's anyone who says they're a Christian. And yes, I would agree with that. But what if we also understood it in another level as well? That maybe, just maybe, that everyone that God created, they're the people he's calling home. He's inviting home. They are the people that he's inviting back to him and just don't know he's the Lord and Savior yet. So we could just say, well, we'll just pray for the people in the church. But I would suggest that's maybe the minimum. And I could be wrong, but there's no harm in praying for everyone, right? But actually, we pray and seek God for those around us in our communities, in our families. That When we see what Jesus sees, we just can't help but get involved. We can't help but get involved in what he's up to. You know, I love the stories in the life of our church. We've got some great things going on, different ministries out in the community and different things going on. But I love it when I hear stories of people just going, just meeting needs. Just helping people. No one told anyone to do it. They just did it. Maybe because they're aware of what God is up to. Maybe they're aware of what God is choosing to do. And when we think about prayer walking, what about asking this question? Jesus, show me what I can do with you in my community, workplace, school, sports club, social media, wherever it might be. Jesus, what can I get involved with you? What do you see in my community? What do you see in the people around me? Show me that God-given potential. In a moment, we're going to reflect upon this, but I just want to give us two really practical tools to think about with this. The first one is an acronym. And when we think about prayer walking, this is, sorry. When we think about prayer walking, thinking about walking prayerfully, but practically how can we actually prayer walk? There's some practical questions there. We just want to give these practical tools. And the first one is an acronym from 24 7 Prayer, a beautiful organization doing amazing things in the, across the globe. And they came up with this. And it's WALK. So that works for the series, right? Handy. And the W stands for Worship. So before we head out prayer walking, let's worship. Let's fix our eyes on Jesus. Maybe use a song. Maybe put a CD on, or a tape, or a vinyl or your phone, I think there are all the options, right? Or hum, um, that actually worship, fix our eyes on Jesus before we go anywhere. I and mean, then the second thing is ask, God, what are you up to? What are you up to in this space? But then also petition for people. Who are the people you've connected with in your community, your workplace, wherever you're prayer walking, wherever you are? What, God, believe in for this person, believe in for this person to be healed, or believe in for this person to get this breakthrough, or whatever it might be, be specific in our ask. And then L is listen. This is pre- I know it's pretty elementary but I think it's actually quite breakthrough as well if we do it. That actually listen. Listen to what God might want to say to us on that walk. But then also if we're doing it with others, share. Share what God might be saying to each other. And then K is know your land. What is actually going on in my community? Maybe there's a community Facebook group. Everyone loves one of those, Right. Or maybe in the local newspaper online or, or actually in paper. Or whatever it might be that you know something is going on, pray into it. Be aware of what is happening in our communities. Asking God for breakthrough in those situations. So walk. That's good, isn't it? From 24-7. Maybe if Zach and Abigail can come and help me out. So walk. That's, that's one practical tool. And the other one is this. It's Prayer Walking Made Simple. We've got one of these for everyone as you leave today. It's a short pamphlet, I guess, booklet, that helps us keep prayer walking really simple. That actually is some tips in there. There's some things to help us think through it. Um, Check these out on your way home or when you get home, and you'll get one of these on the way out. There's all sorts of different things in there. Not simplistic, but keeping it simple. And this morning... Before we take time to respond in other ways, I'd love us to reflect on this series, to pause for a moment, to think actually about our walk with Jesus. Actually, if we think about walking humbly and walking faithfully, walking boldly and walking prayerfully, that let's not overcomplicate it. Let's keep it simple, not simplistic or oversimplified, but simple. Allowing our walk with Jesus to increase every day as he invites us into what he is up to. Because I just want to be walking with Jesus till the end of my days. I don't know about you. I really have dropped a lot of goals for life in the last two years and just gone, that's what I want. I want to be faithfully living for Jesus till the end of my days. And I think this series really just helps us bring back down and ground it in actually, let's just keep walking with Jesus. Today, I choose to keep walking with Jesus. This week, I choose to keep walking with Jesus. Whatever comes at me, whatever's thrown at me, whatever's happening around me, I keep walking with Jesus. If you found this podcast inspiring and helpful, then we'd love for you to gain touch via at lifelanks on social media or our website, lifelanks.org. Life Church, impacting our neighbours, our nation and the nations with the good news about Jesus.